known, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 90, the show that reforged a Titan Keeper for some reason. <laughs> some reason. Uh, we don't know that reason yet. It's fine. We'll talk about it. Each episode, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at a time. My name is Allie. The one that was totally wrong about a dragonfly prediction. And today I'm joined by someone that may or may not be in the same boat. It's Jin. Probably because I don't even remember what this prediction is that you're talking about. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so you yeah, probably. I'm probably wrong. Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I, maybe. I'm frequently wrong. <laughs> Emerald dream. Uh, <laughs> and we're frequently on the same page. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. That is kind of how we tend to roll so yeah. yeah speaking of how we roll how have you been rolling lately jen uh roll rolling rolling uh rolling down the river or however um <laughs> tina turner said i don't know it's beautiful i mean a little more sass in there but that that works it's fine we'll go i it. mean i don't know i've seen like liar liar how he gets all like you know really excited and he's like he's like ah! right <laughs> Yeah, just um, like that. Yeah, that that's that's me. Um, honestly, on this whole weekly recording thing, and this is only two, the episode two of the weekly record, I, I I forget that sometimes it's hard to come up with what did you do. So I, I've <laughs> right. decided that I'm just going to give everyone a, a public service announcement. I happen to be a fan of Charmin. Right, that's my go-to. It's my go-to Charmin. Right, everyone knows what I'm talking about. I'm not going to say it, but Play you know what paper? I'm talking about. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm okay. talking about. That is also our go-to. That is the go-to, right? The bears, man. Right? You use it when you go. Uh-huh. It's, it's the... Um, Why are right? we talking about toilet paper? Because. Because. So normally, I'm just like, I'll just grab it at Costco. But Costco is a long way away from me. So it's like 45-minute <laughs> drive. And we're okay. running low. So I'm like, I'm going to grab some, some Charmin at our local store. And they had Charmin Essentials. And I would just like to let everyone know that if you see the word essentials, just remember that it's essentially Charmin. It's not Charmin after all. It's it's about half a ply. Oh, it's, it's nice and soft still, but it's it's like a half a ply. So it's, so it's like Angel Soft. Thinner. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so, rough. At least when I was in college, Angel Soft was the go to because it was the cheapest. And yep. I was a poor college student. So if you're saying it's worth whom? Wow. Uh, yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Yeah, there's, there's no... You may, not en- you may not enjoy that go. No, I know. Um, <laughs> something about Heine clean, Charmin clean, and a dancing bear. Let's just say it's essentially... Are you, are you going to do the dance for Mrs. Jen? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, yeah, that's 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 fun. So, I'll, let's just say I'll be hitting a Costco run this weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd let her right. know because I didn't do shit. I don't think I rated last week. <laughs> And if I did, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> oh, I did. Right. And then we we, we ended kind of early. And then I did some Mythic Plus. And that was fun. So, so I had a good time last Thursday. There you go. So, yeah. 
We're still on Smolderon, so Smolderon's a bitch. We actually got ahead of you? Yeah, look at you. Yeah, we were. What? Holidays have been like, we're just like, we're just, we're, we're just chill mode. We're just kind of like, it's holidays, whatever. Yeah. It's holidays. We're, we're all just kind of like, we'll talk to you later. And one of our main tanks has been gallivanting. It's probably for work or something. It probably is. But he's he's been <laughs> he's been gone for a long time, so we've been rotating out tanks and fun like this stuff. Like, but yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, that that can make it a little tricky too for progression. But I mean, Smolderon's Smolderon's rough. Yeah, Look at Lord Smoldy face, man. I tell you, he's not so little or Smoldy or whatever. I don't know. He's voice acting still. So. <laughs> <laughs> <I hate it. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some best yeah. makes me go like, I don't like you. <laughs> You're a jerk. But anyway, uh, there, Allie. Um, what have you been up to? Apparently, beating Smoldy face in the face. Yeah, we beat Little Lord Smolder on Smoldy face. A couple of weeks ago, and we did it again this past week. But it's definitely like that's definitely still a progression boss for us. It's we kind of limp through it. Um, I don't think we have yet to have a clean kill. It's just you know a lot of work with positioning and soaking and everyone getting their balls and whatnot. It's just it's ooh. Did they and lose them or something? So, like what's going on? No, you have to go collect your balls. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's awesome. All right. <laughs> don't you know? Not if you really. do the right, if you do, if you do the right job with the soaking, then when he goes to run to the middle, you emit some balls when he does the blowback and you have to collect all your balls. I'll be honest, I haven't even beat Smolderon on normal because I was like gone forever in the beginning. Oh, that's right. They you keep missing normal. it. So, so the, the balls that happen, they give you a buff. But if, if they'll like slowly go towards little Lord Smoldy face and if he gets them, he gets a buff. And let me tell you that buff on heroic Bad. It's bad juju. <laughs> bad, bad juju. Every ball, I think, is like a 3% damage increase or something like that. It, it can ramp up pretty quickly, especially as the fight's going on and the damage is ramping up anyways. It's, uh, whew, that one's, that one's a wee bit tricky as a healer, let me tell you. I don't breathe for half that fight. It's fine. Uh, you should probably breathe. Like, uh, yeah. you should probably, I like, take a breath. I better not breathing. It's, it's probably, a thing. Probably like, a, you know, because eventually you're going to wipe because what happened? Allie passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I have a couple of gullies that laugh at me because they, they have learned this about me, that when things get really intense for a healer, like, as, you know, a healer, I'm, I tend to, tend to not breathe as much. And that takes, like, really weird, awkward, like, sigh breath afterwards just to kind of, like, catch it back up. <laughs> it's weird. It's fine. I don't know. It's, it's I'm weird. focusing more on healing than breathing, apparently, but it gets the job done. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll take your report. Hey, my guild has been the Lord Smoldy Face twice now. Ooh, look at you. Look at you. So there and we are. The next boss, though, ooh, I think the best attempt we, we got to, we're, we're getting to phase three a couple times here and there. And it's, um, I think our best kill was, or not best kill, best wipe. We had him down to like 18% or something. That, ooh. Is that, uh, is that a T-Swift <laughs> guy or whatever? Yeah, oh, okay. that so one. The penultimate boss. Yeah, exactly. It's, got it, got it's, it. Hmm. All right. That one's that one's a wee bit rough. We're gonna need a little more DPS and a little more healing for that well, one. But, the, uh, is that the one we'll where you do the flippy flap? Because again, I didn't yes. do I didn't do this on normal. Yeah, so you know, you 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 beat on a little bit and then he flies to another platform. Mm -hmm. So you go fly to another platform and mm -hmm. you beat yeah, on a little bit. Sense. Yeah. 
Sometimes you do a little rest when you get beat on for a little while, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I yeah. got that. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> need a little breather. So take, take a yeah. little. Take a break. I like the flying park, so then I can catch my breath a bit. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, dragon riding. It's like I'm oh, dragon riding. Okay, I'm not healing right now. Everything's okay. Everyone's alive except for that Joker, who's you know not going to make it to the platform in time. I can't control that. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. Uh, so it's so this whole dragon riding thing during the fight. The you fight. just. Do you just fly to the platform, or is it like something that you do with that? I unfortunately like you. You fly right to the platform. Like oh, there's okay. some like green balls you can collect along the way to speed you up. But it's one of those things that if you don't make it to the platform in time, you will die. So uh, you just mount up and f zoom over there, right? That's, that's all. Yeah, you, you have to collect. You have to collect a feather. Like when he goes to the platform, he like sheds a bunch of feathers or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So you go, you go pick like, up a feather, which lets you mount up on your dragon yeah, yeah, mount, yeah. and then you just zoom over there. That's that's like freaking the other. Freaking boss from uh, Firelands, but you yeah. know, back then you same, collect three same feathers. Idea. And you yourself would go, Wee! like it was freaking Mario yeah. Galaxy or something. No, we unfortunately <laughs> oh, you just really? mount okay. up. Yeah, you just mount up. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you put a little feather in your cap and you can mount uh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it works. I uh, sure, sure. I will extend my <laughs> disbelief. Yep, that's the way I've gotten good with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's about it though. Not whole. I think I did one Mythic Plus. It was a little bit of a different week this week, and I checked my vault right before recording, oh, and finally that, yeah. got my heroic tier shoulders. Right on. So I think I I think my four piece is heroic. All all heroic now, except for my Mythic chest, of course. Mm, but that's you okay. know nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. That's that's good. I feel pretty good about that. I still I need a good trinket still. Oh, I, I just think got that's a, my, I just one got of my bigger pieces. Trinket. I think I got it. Yeah, one. yeah. I don't remember. I still what need it was. to. I got. I got pips, but I got it on normal, so oh, I need yeah. it on heroic I got pip as well. On heroic, the little, the pip squad or whatever is that the one? The, the, yeah, the, like, pip, pip squad, pip squad, <laughs> pips. Yeah, because you're, buddy, you're that's something the one or other. Where you're yeah. like friends with this guy or this guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I get yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, the one I, the other one I got was I don't remember. It's probably stupid. I have no idea. I just know it was broke, so it's like, yay. I was lucky and got pips in my vault, which is good because it doesn't drop enough. And it's like a lot of people's best in slot trinket. So I'm glad I got it in my vault. Otherwise, I would probably not be getting it. Mm. See, I <laughs> don't even know. one for a holy priest. I, I don't even know if it's best in slot for me. I just like the fact that it's an unequipped trinket instead of this damn on use of trinkets right, that I had. Like, right. Got enough buttons, Blizz. Jeez, give me some unequip. I like that. And yeah, like you can macro them and stuff, but that just that, of course I macro takes, them. That, that takes time. Well, you wait. You don't. You don't macro them. Wait, come on, it's, it's use thirteen, use fourteen. It's really simple there, Allie. Well, that's true. Yes, but still. Slash use thirteen. Slash use fourteen. Thirteen is the top trinket. Fourteen is the bottom trinket. Come on, come on, Allie. Good job. This is like beautiful. This is like macroing one what? This is easy. Okay. But I still have to sit down and do it, and I just, I don't. You don't, I, well, I mean, it's, okay. I mean, I make sense as a healer where you don't use them just like, yes, everything, first, we kill the boss. I right, have to time things out properly. Strategically, like, oh, well, I need to do this as a healer because there's going to be some incoming damage, so go ahead, use my trinket and all the. It's a different mindset. It's a different play style. I get it. It's true. It's true. It's very different. It's very different. And, uh, <laughs> very different. All power to the healers, because I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm so going like, Calabas! You know, uh, some healers don't know what they're doing. It's it's fine. That's me. Don't know what I'm doing. They try, they try so hard, though. They try so hard. <laughs> I don't breathe. 
until they try harder. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Anyways, we should move on. Otherwise, I'm just going to start rambling. Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to do the next bit there, buddy? Sure, I could do that. Hey there, <laughs> listeners. You a big fan of our rambling and goofing off. Do you like that? And are you stoked about the fact that Live, Left Lore is now weekly? Because I am. I'm kind of stoked. Well, if you want to support our efforts and keep the lore coming for all freaking World Soul Saga, we keep listening until the end of the show to find out how. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you, what you, what you talking about? Things. Stuff. Uh, so one of the side stories, I don't know what that was. One of the side stories we got a chance to explore this expansion is the Tear storyline. We got a little more Mr. Tear and... 10.2, and I really want to explore that in this space before 10.2.5. Seeds of Renewal dropping on the 16th. Woo, for Gilneas. But first off, who is Tyr? What was his importance in the earlier days of Azeroth? Well, we're in luck. Professor Jin is here to tell us all about it. Jin? Well, okay. Um, if you would like a quick little synopsis. Oh. Uh, so let's just say, if you've played through Dragonflight, you got a big picture of who he was from all the little things. So let's give you the fun rundown of where he came comes from, what his motivations are, at least what they were. Mm, I don't know what they are at the moment, but well, he doesn't know what they are at the moment. He's, he's lost <laughs> in the sauce, baby. He, he, <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. and That's fine. Uh, we all feel like that sometimes. It's cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, so... Um, so, where'd he come from? The Titans made him. He's literally, he's Titanforged. They, and they like straight up made this guy. And they're like, that's a cool one. He's my guy. Yes, I'm going to empower him with my powers. And I believe it was, it was like Amatul or someone that like kind of was like, hey, go Tyr, you can have this. Or, or honestly, it was Tyr. No, Tyr was kind of more aligned with Agrimar. Agrimar I was, was thinking like, Agrimar myself. Yeah, yeah, so Agrimar was like, Tyr, you're like the cool fighty guy. I'm a cool you're fighty gonna be the guy. Warrior. You're the You're the big bad. You're the big bad dude. Amethul was more into, he was more into Ra, right? Highkeeper Ra and yep. Odin. Those were his guys. Yep. Speaking of Odin, Tyr and Odin were buddies, kind of. Well, they went on they went on Operation Kill Ragnaros together, right? So let's kind of like back up just for a second and explain to you why the Titan <laughs> Forge were even created, okay? So Agrimar, he discovers Azeroth. I don't really care. I'm pretty sure it was Agrimar that did, did whatever. Yes, it was. Yes. Anyway, Agrimar is like, holy shit. There's a lot of old gods. There's a lot of void. And also, this planet's got a world soul. World soul. He didn't say it was a titan. He kind of made He's got a world soul is what he's, he's really kind of referring to. So he goes and gets his other buddies, the other titans. And he basically is like, look, man. So Sargeras, would he chop that planet in half? Remember that? That we told you about? Uh, and he's like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, this is why he did it. Uh, can we? Let's Let's see if we can fix it. Before we go call Sargeras and say, dude, you were right. <laughs> Chop this thing in half. So they got to work fixing it. Well, step one was to rid the planet of the old gods. Okay, that was step one. Got to get rid of the old gods because they're kind of the reason that all of this bad stuff is happening with the Black Empire. But then again, don't listen to Odin or his saying how the Black Empire really wasn't that bad. Remember that book? Yeah, let's not bring that into this conversation. <laughs> Anywho... 
So, old tier, he got created by the Titans and hit with the sole purpose of you need to fix this, right? So, it was like the step one to, before taking out the old gods, they had to take out the fire, the, not just the fire lord, but all the elemental lords because at the time the elemental lords were enslaved by the old gods. Elemental lords didn't really want to work with the old gods. It was just more like, hey, we live here and. Well, the old gods were like, we're colonizers and we're taking everything. So uh, you you work for us now. So there we go. That's that was that was the old gods. That's why they had to beat up Ragnaros. Anyway, back to Tyr and Odin going and playing. Uh, go punch Ragnaros in the face. Well, <laughs> before they managed to do that, uh, Odin got punched in the face. Now his beard is melted. It's literally just his face melting off of his face. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like an aesthetic choice why he never fixed it. But he's got a melty beard now. Anyway, back to Tyr. So after that, Tyr kind of kind of fell off the face of the lore for a while. He didn't, like he wasn't cool. Like he wasn't betraying people like Loken. <laughs> How dare he not betray people? <laughs> he wasn't having cool girlfriends <laughs> like Thorum. He wasn't making cool things In like freaking Mimiron. No, what he was doing is he was watching the mortal races. Right. That's really <laughs> what he was doing. He was like, he's like, have you guys seen these things? They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. <laughs> There's dragons over here. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of like hey, everybody. I'm a dragon. It's got kind of dragon. They're the proto dragons, um, which I, I just quick aside. I would like to point out that shut up, Libby. It's my turn, <laughs> not your turn. <laughs> she wants to point things out too. I know she wants to point this out anyway. So both me and Libby would like to let everyone know. I think it's a little funny <laughs> that I'm currently reading more of the Scaleborn and I have also read um, Dawn of the Aspects. The, the proto drakes. In Dawn of the Aspects, they kind of talk like caveman talk. The Incarnates and all the other proto drakes in War of the Scaleborn, they're 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 very intelligent. Put it that way. So yeah. <laughs> maybe a tiny retcon, completely non consequential retcon. No one cares. Yeah. But anyway, just wanted to point it out. So Tyr is like, I'm gonna go look into some some stuff, and then here now we get to some like dragonflight stuff because then he starts messing with the proto drakes, and apparently. He had a hand in accidentally or possibly purposefully. I don't really. I don't think it was entirely on purpose. But he's like, "Hey, what if I feed him some of this water?" It's all. Oh no, it's all infused with the uh, freaking Yagsaron badness. Yep. But yeah, there you go. Uh, you get tear messing with proto drakes and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and just I didn't mention it, but I'll just I'll just mention it really quick. Of course, the, the Titan Forge won. They 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 locked up the they locked up all the old gods. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Thought everyone knew that, but you know, I'll just let you know. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Also, uh, they were doing a really crap job against um, uh, Yasharaj. That's when Amantul was like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, "I'm gonna yank out the old guy." But everyone knew that too, because that's the well of eternity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Fast forward here. He uh, he's kind of the reason Galakron became a thing. Kind of. Mm. He was involved. Anyway. Uh. Then he was like, "Well, that that didn't work." So he started observing the mortal races even more. It was like, oh, these five seem kind of, they're kind of cool. They're kind of cool. I like them. So then obviously that's Alex Strazzi, Sarah, Nostormu, Deathwing, you know, and then Malagos, whatever his real name is. I don't know. Altharian. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, he's like, hey, guys, you want to kill Galakron? They're like, yeah, they're like killing it. Like, he's like messing everything up. So, yeah, let's let's deal with Galakron. So. So he's like, yeah, I'll help you guys out. And so they went and dealt with Galakron, but with a rock in his throat. That's how they yep. killed Galakron. As They're you like, do. 
They're like, hey, I baked you a cookie. And he's like, thanks, everybody. And he ate it. And then he's like, ah, I'm dead. That's not actually how it happened. (laughs) Nope. Don't don't tell, like, your lore friends. They're like, I heard they baked him a cookie, but it was really a rock. No, it's not. It's not how it happened. (laughs) It's more like Malagos and... Eltharian, we're like, wow, rock, what? That's how. That's kind of how we're, we're, we're down. <laughs> okay, so that's where he's like, hey guys, let's empower these aspects again. We kind of all played through this, and then Odin pouted, yeah. Yeah. literally took a chunk of Ulduar out of the ground, and was like, I'm gonna make the halls of valor with blackjack and hookers. It's gonna be great. Uh, and he left. <laughs> and he left. And he made the Valajar because he's like, I'll create my own protectors of Atheroth, and it's gonna be the Valajar. Which the, the mortal races that he didn't like. Apparently, he just likes things that he can control. Okay, that's that was his thing. Him and Neltharian apparently have things in common. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't control them because I, I create them to be dragon killers, and then, uh, well, can't let them loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's that's kind of that's kind of tier where it leads us up to Dragonflight because after that it was. He found out about Loken's treachery and then he went through the whole thing of he's like, well, I got to stop. I got to stop Loken and all his machinations and all this stuff, but he couldn't really do it. So he's like, I'm going to tattle on Loken. Basically his plan. He's like, well, the Titans are bound to come back eventually and I need to be able to have proof that he's a piece of shit. So he went and go (laughs) got he went and got the discs of Norganon. Right. So the discs of Norganon are the it's the it's the record keeping story. It's the archive. It's it's the Azerothian yeah. archive. Oh no, that's not the Azerothian archive. That's a public event. But we're we're not salty about that at all. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, at least the at least the transmog looks cool. Anywho, so him, his buddy uh, Arcadus and Irenia, they, they you know they were friends for a while, and they're, they're like, hey, you two, you're my buddies. Let's let's head back down to to Oldemon with the discs now that we've successfully stole them because we created a big diversion and Loken's stupid. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, anyway, so they, they took off running and Loken flipped his shit and Loken was like, well, I can't have this happen. So he sicked a couple of uh, uh, old god minions on him that, you know, uh, Yogg-Saron was like, well, I got a couple Kithraxi I could spare you. So he sent Kithix and Zakajaz off to uh, to deal with them. And then Tyr died. Yeah. And and here we are. That's a, that's about it. Like, that's the, the yeah. major plot points in there somewhere. Um, I'm sure I left out plenty of details, but that covers it. That gets you that gets you the, the, the majority of the bullet points in a very summarized fashion and slightly out of order, too. But whatever. It's fine. It's it's there. We we got I didn't most take of it. Notes. Out. That was off the old noggin. <laughs> that was. I and I gave him a morning last yesterday. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday. I didn't even look it up. Day I was before, like, I know who Tyr is. I <laughs> gave him morning. Like, hey, do you want to do this? And he and I was like, I can make you notes. He's like, ah, I got it. It's fine. <laughs> no, I got it. I know who Tyr is. Yes. Well, throughout this expansion, we've gotten quests here and there to work towards reforging Tyr and bringing him back, and we learned more about the past. We've also covered it in the past, so we're not going to go in depth. But as a refresher of what we've got in this expansion, we started out with a new wing in Oldman called the Legacy of Tear, where the discs of Tear, you know, the artifact containing Tear's memories, and give me false hope that we would get to dive into all the, its contents and whatnots. Um, well, the artifact was stolen by Colonel Lord Deos of the Infinite Dragonflight, 
And then we got the whole silver scale quest line. And this was a dragon scale forged of pure silver that Tyr gave the dragons a long time ago as a symbol of unity and friendship. With the dragons returning to the isles, the scale kind of woke up and we take it a tear hold and shove it to different consoles in the area. And that is when we get the broken audio recordings of Tyr who left messages about Loken's corruption. Just poking it in things. Like, oh, see it feels. Just shoving it in mm. there. <laughs> you like that scale, don't you? Mm. <laughs> exactly. The consoles were made for the scale. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Tyr left messages about Loken's corruption. And Tyr and Arcadius and Ironaya running away from Alderaar, like Jen said. And uh, we get a vision of when Tyr gave the scale to the dragons short before, shortly before he left for Ultimum. Now, uh, during that quest line, there's a Titan orb that plays a recorded message from Tyr, which tells the aspects to take the silver scale to the forge to activate it over in Tyr hold there. And then we throw in some Titan steel ingots that were forged by Agrimar of himself uh, that were found in the halls of infusion, that dungeon over there in Tyr hold conveniently. And thanks to some schematics that Tyr stored in the silver scale, the body's reconstructed there at the forge. Pretty cool. And then there's another quest line where we need to restore his mind. So we go to Koronos. Uh, we go with Koronos, you know, Stony Tony, to the Tomb of Tear, where we acquire his final moments of life. That's where we get the scenario that Jin talked about, where we get to see him, like, he helped Ironaya and Arcadis defeat Kithix, and then he set them away to go defend the Rykul. And then Odin, not Odin, Tear had his epic battle with Zakajaz and lost. We collect memories, we bring it to the shell of Tyr, and he comes to life briefly before shutting back down. And then we go to the Dawn of the Infinite Mega Dungeon to defeat Chrono Lord Deus. And then we were, I have to say it that way, it's a rule. Um, then we work with Chromie, Eternus, and Tyr's Guard to recover the discs of Tyr from a timeline variant of Elizond, basically, all people. We bring it back to the Forge of Tyr Hold, and it brings him back. And this is what happens when he comes back to life. Welcome back, old friend. How long have I slumbered? Too long, dear. Much too long. You have not changed, Alexstrasza. Who you must dormu? But what of the other aspects? Time has not been kind to all of us. But new aspects have risen to take their place. Then, you have suffered in my absence. Is that why you have reforged me? At first, yes. But you join us now in a time of peace and friendship. If it were not for our new ally, Captain Trevard, and the Tears Guard, we may have lost you forever. I, we, the Tears Guard, have followed your example for centuries. We would be honored if you would stay and speak to us at our headquarters. Come, Tear. There is so much we all have to tell you. Uh-huh. Tears all like... Oh, you've suffered. So that's why I'm back. Thinking he has a reason and a purpose. Now, Alex Ross is like, you know, I actually was, but we kind of don't need you anymore. So, hey, come chill and hang out. Let's catch up, buddy. It's, it's 
fun. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It's, it's like we go this whole time thinking that, oh, we need to bring Tyr back. Right. We got to bring him back to re-empower the aspects. Well, the aspects are kind of re-empowered now. And they're like, well, I guess we can still bring him back. He's a cool dude. Might as well. Um, we already started. Might as well finish it, right? We've got this creepy body <laughs> just sitting over there. We might as well fill it with something. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, Tears Guard rejoiced, brought him back to their headquarters. Tear asks them a few questions. As you can imagine, a lot of shit's gone down since he died back in the day. So one of the things he asked was about his, his prequel. Well, what happened to them? So Javar kind of explained, well, um, hi. The Vrykul turned into humans now. Hi. Like, hi. <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> uh, and it was cool. He was like, and there's a troll here too. Like, it was, it was, it was funny. Um, he asked the guard to kind of, you know, guide him a bit. To guide here as he discovers this all new Azeroth. Well, I mean, new to him, but he's kind of getting the sense like, okay. Things happened. <laughs> a lot of things have changed. I don't know what to do, but you guys tell me it's fine. So in 10-2, we get a quest to go check in on Tyr and the reformed Tyr's guard. And you know, as you can imagine, they're all happy Tyr's back and they're, they're ready to go. They're like, yep, our guy's back. Let's go do our thing. Like, woo, yay. And you can go around and talk to all of them. You know, you, you got your Dran and I, Val and I, like sh- super happy, very hopeful. It's great. The blood elf Ta- Talthus... Uh, share something interesting, though. He says, I asked here what's what I was going to try to do this in a voice, but I'm not going to. Um, I asked here. <laughs> Just abandoned that one. You're like, no, never mind. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's my hoity toity voice. And it doesn't sound very good. Um, I asked here what wrongs he planned on writing first in the world. The, ca- the chaos in Northrend or the Broken Isles? Cuthalos? His response surprised me, truthfully. He said he must order his own mind and learn about this new world before intruding onto out into it. Logical, I suppose, but somewhat disappointing. I expected him to have all the answers, but perhaps that is asking too much. Yeah, that's asking way too much for a guy that's been dead for like 30,000 plus years, possibly longer, because I don't know exactly when that ultimate went down, but it's a long time ago. Right? Long, long time ago. Like, yeah, it's like, and- like for example... Are you going to fix the chaos in Northrend? Where? What? What, We didn't have continents back in my day. It was all big (laughs) one thing. What chaos are you even talking about? I don't don't even know. What are you going on about? (laughs) What are the Broken Isles? What? 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 Quelthalas? That sounds (laughs) vaguely familiar, but that's just because your elven language is based on Titan language. So I have no idea what that is. And being, a, you know, Tyr is a creature of order, obviously. It makes sense that he would want to take time and mentally put the boxes in the right holes and kind of order his brain piece with catching up with everything, right? Makes sense to me. Yeah. So we have Trevard, the human paladin who was leading Tyr's guard since the Third War. He shared that with us, if I remember right, that Tyr is restless and Trevard seems a little worried about him. And I like this conversation that happens because... It was interesting to hear some of Tyr's thoughts and what he is basically processing now that he's back and getting all the updates that he missed. Do you want to read Tyr's lines or our lines? Uh, I, guess, I guess I'll say I'll be Tyr. I'll play. play I feel like role. you should be Tyr. 
I'll okay. be the rule of tear. <laughs> God, this may have been a mistake. All right, so we say, <laughs> I saw your battle against Zaka Jazz, because that's how we say it here. Uh, do you think we're finally free of the Black Empire? I believe my victory was decisive, <laughs> but the Black Empire and its forces are in serious. I am sure there will be more battles to wage ahead. The Tears Guard and I will be ready to confront their forces wherever they may reappear. Tear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, we get to ask what or say, what can you tell me about the Titans? The Titans are beings of unfathomable wisdom. They empowered we keepers to fight chaos. As a result, <laughs> they're responsible for much of the good that exists. But even as a keeper, I am not privy to their end goal, nor can I yet fathom it. I serve them always, but I fear I cannot tell you much more than you already know. I found that one interesting. Like the fact that he was never privy to their end goal. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I guess I just kind of always not gonna thought, tell your lackeys everything. Right, yeah. I don't know. I guess I just always kind of thought that the Keepers knew at least a little bit more Maybe about Odin, what the Titans were Honestly, up to. Odin probably knows more than him since he was the original Prime Designate. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's a whole Prime Designate thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next up, and this kind of goes over what Jen already kind of covered, but it's in Tyr's words. So uh, we ask, can you tell me about the other ancient battles you fought? I have fought many great battles, Nobella. <laughs> I fought with my brethren against the Black Empire that once ruled Azeroth. I fought the elemental Lord Ragnaros with Prime Designate Odin. With the help of intelligent proto-dragons, I fought Galakrond, which is when I lost my hand. Oh, I didn't tell you about that. He lost his hand. My final <laughs> war was against Keeper Loken and his forces when he betrayed us. The end of that battle, you know. I've been in many battles as an instrument of war. Let us speak of lighter things. Apparently Tyr is Eeyore. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I mean, in the like at this point, he is a little bit Eeyore-ish. Thanks very for true. noticing. <laughs> Can you tell I took screenshots while I went through the quest line? Yeah. <laughs> Character name is in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So at this point, we're kind of starting to pick up that things may not be all, you know, sunshine and rainbows in Tyr's mind. I mean, Tyr's, you know, supposed to be this mighty warrior and he's used to war and ordering things and, you know, action and stuff. Like, he's sitting here like, can we, can we just chill? Like, can we talk about other things? I don't, I don't want to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we ask him what is wrong, and we actually get to hear this conversation between Tyr and Trevard. You're going to keep being Tyr because you're just rocking it over All right, there. I'm rocking it. So, so Keeper Tyr says in his oh-so-Eory voice, I am pleased to see that my legacy lives on in your Tyr's guard and the silver hand. And Trevard says, of course, the world needs order. Your dedication to that and the Titans inspires many people. This world is alien to me now. My last battle was long before your kind appeared. The dragons walk their own path. I have no place on Azeroth. I... I disagree. All that has led up to this point, finding the scale, seeing your memories, 
the guard being blessed by the light. All of that points to some greater purpose. We we just haven't found it yet. Perhaps. I hope you're right, Captain Trevard. Thanks for <laughs> noticing. <laughs> oh, goodness. When we finish up the quest line, Trevard finishes up by telling us that he hopes that they can find the greater purpose for which Tyr and the guard have been reforged. He says, perhaps that is the next step of our journey. Foreshadowing. Just a smidge. Um, <laughs> I wonder I wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah, I mean, there's a very good chance we're going to get something in uh, 10 to 5 uh, coming I up. I think so. Coming up next week. Uh, yep, yeah, it's going to be good. So there's a very good chance we're going to get a little bit more tear there. Um, so wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, Tyr's got to play some some role in the war within where he's going to be like, oh, sweet. They put the war back in Warcraft. Well, I'm back, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Here's what I do. Give him my hammer. Where's that stupid holy paladin that took my hammer? Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at this point of questing, this is when we get to the Emir Drasil Yubnubs, as we call it here. But it turns out it isn't Yubnubs for everyone. Here is hanging out in the back, you know, being Eeyore, much like Luke Skywalker did during the Yubnubs in Return of the Jedi, but... Instead of, you know, peacefully looking at the ghosties of the force, here's just kind of brooding. He's just, he's, like you said, he's, 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 he's being anywhere. He's, yeah, like he, he legit, like so much has happened and he's still trying to process it and he doesn't know his place anymore. And he just doesn't, he's still, he's, he's going through it a bit. And I think the shock of everything that happens in his absence just really weighing on him. Yeah. Tear, tears uh, having a, uh, tears yeah. having a Lulu Dallas moment. Right. Multipass. Yeah. Yeah. Lou Dallas yep. multipass. <laughs> I need to watch that again. It's so good. It's such a good movie. Uh, it really is. Zoom. Zoom. So, <laughs> I think I need to watch that this weekend. That might be a thing happening. Oh, good. goodness. Yep. Yep. Um, so I think the shock. Wait, we tied that already. Just kidding. Watcher Kiranos, you know, Stony Tony is there as well. Sitting right next to him. And we start off by talking to Stony Tony first. We say... Oh, Corno uh, says, Tyr created myself and my brethren to watch over these aisles. It was my duty to reactivate the beacon of Tyrhold. When the opportunity to reawaken Tyr arose, I thought it was my duty as well. Yet, I do not like to see him this way. Uncertain. Searching. Perhaps I'm a watcher no longer. Perhaps now I may serve as guide. And so we get to stay a while and listen. Yeah, my favorite. You want to read here? Of course. And I'll, re- and I'll, I'll be Cornos. You can be Cornos. You can be like, oh, hey, how's it going here? I'm not quite so Eeyore. I'm Cornos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Tyr says, oh, he's got a bunch of things that he says. You're at the end. All right. I just make sure I see my lines. All right. Cool, cool, cool. The world I've returned to bears little resemblance to the one I left, Cornos. You think? <laughs> Just a wee bit. Empires have risen and fallen. Shut up, Libby. The old gods are no more. The Dragon Isles have slumbered and awakened. Old friends have died. Some of them ignobly. It's <laughs> a word. <laughs> and the ones who remain do not seem to have need of me. Well, it's not that we didn't need you. You've just been dead for a long time. We didn't... <laughs> Kind of had to move on. Anyway. <laughs> Even the aspects regained their powers without me. <laughs> <laughs> or the Titan's intervention. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So Corno says, our circumstances are similar, Keeper Tear. 
We were made to serve. I too have fulfilled my purpose. But this new world is vast and wondrous. Perhaps it will be enough for us to just observe and help safeguard it. That's all there was. Yeah, that's, that's where it, it, it left off. And that was uh, up to this point, pre 10 to 5. That is what we have for Tyr. That is what we have. That, that's where we left it. Being Eeyore like no other. Like it's like the Eeyore above all Eeyores other than Eeyore himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, I know for me, like my big prediction throughout this whole thing was that they would bring back we, you know, with help, whatever, would bring back Tyr. Tyr would be able to activate, you know, along the aspects, we activate the Mother O-Stone. And that's how all the aspects would be empowered and they need to be empowered. So that's why I brought Tyr back. And now all of a sudden it's not the case. I was very wrong. Azeroth was like, no, I gotcha. Don't worry. I got it, guys. I'm going to empower them. It's fine. Yeah. That was like, what were you thinking about why we brought Tear back? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I obviously that was the original intent, right? That's what they even told us because even the aspects were surprised that it happened. They didn't, they weren't planning yeah. on it. They were just like trying to kick the shit out of Iraq. <laughs> That's all they were doing. Yeah. So obviously, I don't think it's wrong of us or weird of us that we thought that was going to happen because it was. That's that's what we they were talking about the whole time. Well, we got to bring back Tyr. He can help. He can help. He did it the first time. We'll we'll know what to do. Um, and it actually makes sense because especially with this whole, you know, Mr. Chris Matheson, he was already kind of alluding to it at BlizzCon, which we're going to be talking a whole lot more about it as years to come as we approach the expansion, the last Titan or whatever. Anyway, it's kind of cool that these are finally, in fact, actually. For realsies now, the guardians of Azeroth. Right? Yeah. They're not the guardians of the Titans who happened to be trying to take over and order Azeroth and make Azeroth in whatever they believe Azeroth should be. No, Azeroth is like, I'm done with that shit. Mm-mm. No. I have chosen my guardians. I, I have agency now, right? Because yeah. even at one point back in BFA, Right, Azeroth started to wake up, probably because Targaryen poked her in the friggin' you know eye, and she was like, "Ah, you almost got my heart." It was really close. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Magni was like, "Yeah, it's." He wasn't getting like full sentences. He was like, it was more like feelings and emotions. It was almost like talking to a toddler, is what he was kind of explaining it as. Like it was ta- talking to a child. So now it's like, in fact, tears brought back. And I and honestly, my now assumption for what's going to be happening with Tyr is going to be much more of the playing the role of, yeah, maybe what we were doing as the Titans, because because he's not a Titan. He was made by the Titan. You know, he's a free thinking person now himself, especially now he's been brought back. Maybe he could think about it and go, hmm, maybe that was wrong. Maybe we were, you know, a little too heavy handed. Even just, seriously, just look at the fact that. Odin was like X and A on the Ak Black Empire. No, I can't do Pig Latin Black Empire. I don't know. Lack Bay Empire. Yay. I don't know. There we go. Wow. Sure. Sure. Whatever. So it's, it's a hard one to do. You get an idea. Anyway, that's, that's kind of what, what, what I feel like they, they have in store for him now is, is he's going to be like, yeah, maybe that was wrong. But at the same time, it's like all of these different cosmic forces are trying to force their opinion 
and all of their ways on Azeroth. Like, that's what the Black Empire was doing. Like, we all kind of know that. Then again, then again, it's obviously, that's all from the Titan perspective, but in this one, I'm kind of, yeah, that was probably true. All right, I don't think the Void was out there just being like, well, we just, you know, we'll just take over and create our own Void Titan for like, you know, just because it's cool. No, they were, they were doing the same thing. They were doing the same thing. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, like, other, other than like the the obvious purpose of bringing Tyr back, did you think he was gonna actually like serve any other purpose other than like here's your powers now? I, I'm gonna have to say no because I don't. I did not think that far ahead. I was honestly more focused on the fact that he was. Our whole purpose of bringing him back was so he can empower the dragon aspects so they could help. Mm-hmm. Um, I never considered if Tyr would have more of a role beyond that. To be honest, and now that he's not even doing that, I'm just like. What's going to happen? Like, what What do we think the future is going to hold for Tyr? Oh, like I was kind of saying, I think he's going to play not necessarily like a Magni or a Cadgar kind of role like we've had where it's like they're the, you know, they're the palsy wowsy kind of like dragging us between zone to zone as we level up. And, you know, kind of kind of like how the, the aspects were kind of that with Dragonflight. It was really them going up to, you know, you, you know, the, whatever the name of that capital city is, uh, talking to them, they're like, oh, we got to go do this now. Oh, we got to go do this now. Like, that's kind of, that was kind of the driving factor. It was always the aspects kind of saying the thing. Like, even when Cadgar was suddenly back, he barely did crap. He just, he, all he did was write a book, right? That's all he did. <laughs> he, he I re- got that. I haven't touched it yet, but I have it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've started reading it. It's, it's pretty good so far. Um, So yeah, Cadgar wrote a book. Because he went to the Dragonlands and he's like, hey, I'm going to write a book about it. I, I read a lot of books. I've never written a book though before. So he wrote a book. So is he going to play that role in the War Within or any of the other stuff? Mm, no, but I think we're going to keep returning back to him. And he will probably play a very prominent role in like he's like there and he's going to probably even go on quests with us at some point, probably during the events of the last Titan, right? When we go back to Ulduar, he's probably going to be like, I got you, man. I'm going to show you how I yeah. snuck in here the first time, stole these discs. Let's see if this uh, entryway is still there. Yeah, it is. It's still there. <laughs> so it's probably going to be something like that where Tyr brings us back into Ulduar and for all we know, we're going to go into like another level of Ulduar. We're going to be raiding in Ulduar again. So bring all, bring all back Ulduar. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, so what do, you, what do you think Tyr's future is? If I've gone back and forth on if... Other, I mean, there, there, okay. there is a part of me that feels like we might get another quest line with him in this expansion. Just to put a little more of a bow on his quest line. Since we did get all this Tyr stuff with no end result. But I don't know it would, what it would actually be for Dragonflight unless it has something to do with maybe he has knowledge of, you know, the earthen dwarves over there to the west. And maybe he'll share some information with us and maybe that's all he'll be used for in this expansion just to kind of help lead up to the next expansion. Yeah, so because so far what we have is the Dragonflight epilogues like we already talked about last week. Uh, coming right. in 10.25. And I don't, I mean, there might be like a quote-unquote epilogue for Tyr, but I don't, I'm not sure if it really needs one. Yeah, like I, he may be mostly sitting on the bench for a little bit. Yeah, I, well, there. I actually think if he's going to play a role in any of these patches of 10.25, 10.26, or 10.27, I think it's going to be 10.26, right? Because 
You know. slap a pirate patch on him? The pirate, yeah. He's I, I, eye patch? Yeah, he'll, he'll put on an eye patch. Give, and give he'll him a hat. Say, he'll say, Yar, mateys. <laughs> Am I going to get Flynn back in 1026? I'm sorry, that's totally sidetracked, but I just realized I might get Flynn back. Maybe, I mean, that's very possible. He could show Can up and be like... Flynn hanging out with Tyr? I think it'd be pretty funny. It's like, <laughs> hey, everybody, I just I dumped Matthias. Here's my new boyfriend. He's way cuter. <laughs> Meet the Night Squall. Oh, so <laughs> many jokes. Oh. Night Squall. Not where I thought you were going to go with that. Anyways, yeah. Um, anyways, I sorry, distracted by Flynn. Continue on. Okay, yeah. So I think Tyr, if anything, you, you know, we may get the foreshadowing or the, like, the, the, hey, we're getting some reports from this place that they apparently, they, you know, the locals, at least those that, you know, that we spoke to, they call it Kazal Gore or whatever, Kazal Dor, whatever the frick it's called, right? And Tyr might be like, oh, I know this place. Right, that's kind of... I can, I can see that. Kind of like, men may not necessarily a guide, but like giving us a little bit of information. Yeah, like he might even give us the, like, the backstory of what happened, why Odin was like, the heretics, that's, right? You that'd know? be really cool. I can definitely see that. All right, he, he might be like, yeah, we ran into some earth, and he's like, oh, the earth, they're pretty cool. I like their transmog and all that good stuff. Uh, and their <laughs> ladies have beards. Did you know that? It's really awesome. So, I mean, that's... Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably going to be... Probably, I, that's how I... I it's probably going to just be building up and saying it's not so much yeah. foreshadowing. It's just like little mini lore dump on the place before we before we even get there. That'd be cool. Especially I'd since like we all lot. know that it's coming. It, it feels right. like it feels they like they start can talking kinda, about it. They can kind of yeah. slowly drip feed the information as, it, as it's coming as we're approaching, you know, the war within. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, they've already started, right? Because like in the in the, the yub dubs, we already got. Are, are you hearing the voice? Yeah, I'm hearing the voice. <laughs> so I guess this leads to my next question of like, how do we think this like remake of Tear will play into the future of people like an Odin or Titans or the aspects? Like, what do you think Tear's role is going to be? So, I, I I certainly think Tear could play a role of possibly confronting Odin for you know the his his wackiness and his you know. Cause I just like, just like Tyr knew Loken was acting out of the ordinary. He was corrupted or something, right? All messed up. He might be like, dude, uh, you're you're edging real he close knew to some Loken. Oh, off, yeah, yeah. So just like Viranoth was like, shut up, dude, Sh shut it, shut it down. <laughs> I can see Tyr stride in there and be like, bitch, I'm back, right? Play the Elton I would John. love to see them interact. You know, and, and he's going to show up and he's, you know, stone cold sober and he's ready, ready to rock and tell friggin Odin to where he can shove it. If he's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I genuinely think Tyr could. Now, are they going to do that? I don't know. Like I was I was pleasantly surprised just the fact that we even got to see Odin even for a moment. Where, yeah. And just seeing Viranoth too saying, shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth. You don't you talking. Right. <laughs> This is an A and B conversation. You can see yourself right out of it here. I'm talking to the dragons, <laughs> not you. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> so, is, I mean, is Tyr 
you know, see like, hey, Odin, is that, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know why they would do that, right? I know why, you know, veering off and went to go get the storm drakes and things like that. Like, that totally makes sense. But what would Tyr be in, like, maybe he's going to go on, um, maybe he's going to go on a tour because, you know, he's he's feeling a little out of place. Maybe he might just have to go pay, pay visit all the other, you know, Titan Keepers, see what they're up to. Yeah. That might be kind of fun to accompany them to be like, hey, Memoron, why'd you hang up on these guys? They're pretty cool. That's what I was just thinking. Like, maybe this is how we find out a little more about, like, what's going on with Memron and that whole hang-up scenario and everything. Yeah. Like, like, I think it'd be cool if he's like, Thorum, are you still brooding? Like, did you get over that already? <laughs> There's some stuff happening, all right? We, we need you. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, I'd be fun. I have a thought. I have a question. I want to pick your brain about this. So... Ode, uh, sorry, um, Tyr is getting this crash course of everything that's happened in his absence, right? There's a lot. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of chaos, even more chaos. Like, a lot is happening. How do you think Tyr is feeling about the Titans at this point? Um, at this point, I... Let me, let me, let me, let me reflect on this for a moment and think here. Because he's, he's... I kind of wonder if he questions why they didn't help Azeroth and its denizens more. Why they didn't try to control the chaos more. Why this place was able to, or left alone to <laughs> have all this crap happen. Yeah, so I think he wound up dying before he figured out, you know, for example, like Ra figured out why things got a little topsy-turvy. Yeah kind of weird because titans got killed and their spirits went and slammed into all of them right so technically tear would have been housing the spirit of agrimar before sargeras did his whole thing collected the spirit blah 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 you get the idea all right so tear would have had all that going on with him i don't know if he has honestly given it much thought because mm, maybe he'll he'll think about it but man, I don't, I don't know. Like, what, like, what are you thinking? I don't know, cause like, I can see how maybe he would just be overall disappointed in the order realm for everything that's happened, and that they haven't, you know, got involved in. Having said that, I feel like someone at some point is going to tell him what happened during the Legion expansion, right? And everything's like Argus and and Agrimar and. And everything with like the keepers and getting their their souls back and everything like I don't know like I I just I I, I want I want to hear his thoughts on the Titans like I just want to sit there and pick his brains and to see what he thinks about them and if he is still I don't know like earlier you know he was talking about how like oh you know I still serve the Titans even though I don't know what they're doing but then by the end of like all this it's like it seems like he. He may not feel that as much anymore. I don't. I don't know. I, I just. I just want to. I want to know. Yeah. What he thinks about them. And I think if they're gonna like you know do any of that kind of stuff, where he's, he's going on his walkabout or whatever, trying to figure out where he, where his place is in the world, what what that's all going down, and especially with the cinematic and the fun prop that they had at BlizzCon, I wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised if he paid a visit to Solithus and went, hmm, that's a real big sword, hmm. Wherever seen that before? Mm. Well, me personally, I've never actually seen it because Sargeras never paid a visit here. Mm. Really big deal. I'm assuming it's Titan, right? So he can kind of figure it all out and realize that, oh, 
So a Titan stabbed the planet. Hmm. That's weird. Why did a Titan stab the planet? And maybe he'll get around to figure it out. And someone explained to him. It's like, well, he kind of like poked in one very specific spot. And then, you know, how we talked about, you know, a previous episode, how if you go to the one crazy hermit with the with the friggin' Zaltath staff that you got from the November thing, it's like, oh, man, that staff. He does that to all the weapons, by the way. And if you show he up, he does. Yeah, yeah. If you show up with the freaking uh, the one that looks like the sword that's stuck in the ground. <laughs> right. He gets uh, he gets pretty, pretty, you know, freaked out. He's like, whoa, don't, don't be doing that. So I don't really know what Tyr would be thinking about all of that. But it is it's really it's really, really interesting because the one thing that that crazy hermit uh, talks about when you, when you show up with that is he's basically like, yeah, Sargeras was a master tactician. He's a titan. He always knew what he was doing. So there had to be a reason. And I'm sure there is a reason why he stabbed the sword where he stabbed it. Right. So <laughs> that that may imply that Tyr might might be like thinking like what what is what is what are they doing? Because he even said so himself. He's like I don't know what their whole plan is, what their grand vision is. And once again, Chris Metzen talking about it on stage, saying that oh we'll finally find out what their grand plan was. So I mean I guess we're here for the ride, just like Tyr. Uh, I, I want to yeah. know too. Basically, yeah. Good way to look at it. Well, at this point, how are we feeling about the storyline overall? So, was it tier? an enjoyable experience? Yeah, tier. Like, tier specific. Was it, and yeah, like, was it an enjoyable experience, like, to have, like, a drip feed storyline that kind of wove itself throughout the entire expansion, even though we don't know the end goal yet? Or did it seem kind of like a not even B plot, like a C D plot that kind of was pointless and you didn't like it. Like, how are you feeling? Well, I certainly enjoyed it. Um, you know, if, if, if given the option of, should we, should we put the storyline in there? Is it necessary? Could we drop it? Uh, obviously I'd, I'd keep it in there because I, I'm certain that they have plans for, oh, we'll keep it here, here. I, I mean, why the heck would we bring it back if we didn't? Right. I know he doesn't right. know what his plans are yet or <laughs> what the what the developer's plans for him are yet, but uh, there are obviously plans. So, I mean, and that's kind of like what it kind of feels like what Alex Strauser was saying. It's like, oh, you've come to us at a time of peace. Give it a second, Alex Strauser. Give it a second. <laughs> peace doesn't last it's long coming. on Azeroth. <laughs> this is called World of Warcraft. <laughs> it doesn't right. last very long. That old peace that you're talking about. It's kind of fun that we get like a straight up like, oh, it's peace time. Peace, 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 peace. It's great. It's great. It doesn't last long. Every expansion, we get something new. <laughs> it gets something new to deal with. I think it was uh, it was, it was freaking hilarious. I don't remember who who said it, but imagine if the denizens of Azeroth kind of like the, the expansion cadence, right? Basically, you know how, you know, here in the United States, we have election cycle every two years and we all kind of like hold our breaths, especially on the four-year mark. Yep. I feel like the denizens of Azeroth, every two years, are going like, oh, <laughs> shit, it's happening! What is, uh, what's it gonna be this time? Ah, oh, God! So... It's horrible! It's horrible! Oh, it was horrible! It's like the little kid in Emperor's New Cruise. It was awful! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, what, did, what did you think about the storyline overall? I, I liked it. I, yeah, I liked it. It was... I was always excited for like the next new thing. Like, oh, what's it going to be? I was always 
Not always. That's being dramatic. There were a few times I was a little disappointed that we didn't get more like in-depth lore moments, especially when it came to the discs of tear. I still feel a little, a little gypped with that. But overall, like I liked, you know, getting little little snippets of the past here and there. The scenario was really cool. Seeing the vision of him interacting with the aspects at an earlier time was cool. And I was always looking forward to when like there's a new part of the quest line. And now I don't know what to think because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I am thinking about it right now. I'm probably going to say my favorite part of the quest line was interacting with the tears guard because they were. Yeah, they were actually all pretty cool, like especially it was uh, fun. Um, here, let me scroll up in the notes so I get to remember their names here. I didn't get all their names. In there. Uh, no, it was fine. Specifically, uh, Valune, the Draenei, she was uh, particularly I liked, most, I liked most her. interesting, yeah. which also is kind of funny considering it's like, oh, yeah, we got Valunai, the Draenei, and Tyr is probably looking at Valune going, what the are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. And the Blood Elf, he's probably looking at them going like, what? <laughs> and then, obviously, humans. Where did Reichel go? <laughs> like, everyone at this point, he's like, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of know you, troll. I kind of know you. Yeah, the trolls. Surprised you would recognize. <laughs> Surprised to see you, but I... I know of you, at least. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I, you know, hang, hanging out with the Tears Guard, especially um, the Kul'Turin. He was my favorite. Yeah. I, I like the Kul'Turin. <laughs> I don't remember his name. He cracked me up. <laughs> he was cool. He was cool. Honestly, Trevard, he was, I don't know. He, he's all right. Trevard, he's all right. He was kind of. Trevard is what you would expect from someone who has been in that position since the Third War. Yeah, just kind of like. Especially the fact that he was hanging out there by himself for a long yeah, time. Like, it's just like, you got to work on your social yeah. skills, buddy. <laughs> got to get you out more. Right. You're a little too uptight. Take it easy. Yeah. To chill. Right. <laughs> Especially like, you know, when Tears talking to him and he's like, aha, I disagree. It's like, dude, just let, let him process his emotions. The dude's been dead for like 30,000 years. What did you expect? That he was going to come back. <laughs> oh, dear. Break everything down and we'll fix it. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna come back and be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> what happened? That was one hell of a nap. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, I got both hands. What happened? Yeah, what? What? That's some pretty cool. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks, guys. Once again, Lulu Dallas. She's the same thing. <laughs> She's like, oh, wow, sweet. I'm alive again. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So that, that's I, that's like, I, thought was, I thought it was a cool story overall. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Let's see. Now, nitpicks, issues. What did you have with the story? Hmm? It, it, well, like I was saying, it's just not. I wanted more information from things like the dis, the disc of tear yeah. and his memories and like more. It's, I felt a little bit like brand bronze beard mm-hmm. finding an artifact and wanting to like dive into all the information of it. But I didn't get to do that. Yeah, so my I think my biggest my biggest nitpick, in my opinion, isn't so much of a nitpick for even like myself or you, Allie, or anyone else that is very steeped in the lore. Is a lot of the tier questing, especially like the Valdraken 25 or whatever it was. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that they that they they went over that assumed a lot of background information because, for example, if you're just kind of like passively 
you know, ingesting the the story of the game as you're playing, you'd be like, why should I care about it? like, okay, so true. He, yeah, I, I guess he he was interested in dragons, right? That why? Why is that so interesting? The dude was experimenting on them like he didn't really have as much care for the dragon. Like it was, it was little little nitpicks like that that I feel like rather than the NPCs just kind of like saying like, oh, that was interesting. OK, bye. I feel like they should have like added more, like added some more context or like, hmm, this doesn't really add up. Like maybe add a couple lines from like Toddy or whatever her name is I'm thinking of and just have her like exposition just a just a little bit. Just talk about it. And just be like, oh, that was that's, you know, explain maybe why we should care about this. I think that's what where the areas where they could you do a better job yeah. of. Because they do a lot of showing, not telling kind of thing, which is fine. And a lot of storytelling, they do a lot of that. And then other times they're just tell, tell, tell and don't show anything. It's, they're they're kind of all over the place with some of their storytelling. I just feel like especially, especially this storyline, Titan type stuff, is a perfect opportunity where you need the characters in the game to add some information to it. Because you and I know all about this because Chronicle, right? A, a, right. a book outside the game right it's i didn't get all this information from the game itself so maybe like you were adding in the fight between tear and zagajaz and and all that kind of stuff add, add a just a, a little bit more explanation from the npcs after we we've run through some stuff is all i'm getting at i think that would do that would do a decent job that would, that would be that'd be yeah. good because i mean like we don't necessarily need a full-on Laura Walker Cho telling us the entire story, which is cool, by the way. If you want to do another Laura Walker Cho, please love Laura. I Walker miss Cho. that. Like just the fact that he would tell us the damn story, and it was cool. Like it didn't really yeah. impact anything with the what was going on in the game. It was just cool stories. I liked it. It was a lot of fun. So if you could have someone, like maybe when you turn in the quest, kind of like as your character is discussing what you found there, what you saw, and all that kind of stuff have the character just be like oh that's really interesting i don't you know tear was this blah 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 blah, and they just have it do add a little bit more into the game is all i'm asking that's it felt like the tier stuff really required like not a passing knowledge of the lore but a little bit more from the the supplementary um media to to really grasp the full context of it and i well i am a sucker and i will buy that stuff and I will read it and I will enjoy it and, and consume it. I know not everyone else is. so <laughs> That's true. And I, like, I know for me, I I really liked that scenario that we got to play through with uh, Zach of Jazz and like the the corrupted him seeing visions of the corrupted aspects and he, you know, yeah. all of that, like seeing that whole and getting to actually like, like one thing to read about it, but to actually get to see it in game even though it was like a scenario form, like I thought that was really cool. And I feel like that would be a fun medium to use in the future to kind of tell the little snor stor stories, stories of the past and these little snippets and to give people a chance to a learn it if they don't learn it because it's stuff from outside of the game and B give all of us a chance to actually just have fun seeing it in game, just to enjoy it. That was really cool. I liked it. Yep. Yeah, I, I think the, the fight with the Tyrion Zakaj, as he pronounced it, which is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have our own way to pronounce things, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
I think that was a, a really cool addition to the game, especially seeing all of that. I think that is another example of where it could have gone a little, just a smidge further. And and maybe I'm, maybe it did. Maybe it did. And I'm just forgetting because that happens. Um, but I think it would, wouldn't have hurt to explain what the whole purpose of that was. Right. And, and like I said, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I forgot. But it seems like it could have been like, yeah, this is the moment that you know, Tyr was fleeing for his life from Loken after stealing the discs. And he was also leading all of the Vrykel, you know, south. And then, you know, like you can really reinforce that, you know, when he was leading the Vrykel uh, south, I mean, that's really the, that's where humanity started, right? Was where Tyr kind of died. I mean, that's, that's why, you know, Tyr's fall, the zone is like the birthplace of humanity. That's where like the right the seven human kingdoms kind of like arose from uh, and all that kind of stuff. So like, like I said, I like maybe I'm maybe I'm missing it. But and I do understand that maybe it would be a little too uh, like a little too on the nose if they're like, let's be explain all of the little details and the tidbits of happening here. Like it might, might get a little old, but I'm just saying like just it's a little, little further, a little further places. So that's all I ask. A little more. A little more. A little more. Well, I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no. I don't have anything else to add. I do not. Uh, I think that's where we can wrap up this conversation of tier. Yeah. Yeah. And th- may thank some patrons. Oh, yeah. Since I still haven't uh, done a bumper. Uh, bumper. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's right. It is the part of the show where we like to say a quick thank you to all of our patrons that support us and keep this show going. If you would like to be one of them, them super awesome, amazing patrons, I'm going to tell you the secret. The secret of how to do it. You go to patreon.com slash live, laugh, lore, and you sign up. Boom. That's it. That's how you do it. And Boom. there's someone, there's someone that I have to say a special thank you to, and that is Slosh Adams, who took my advice they went to patreon.com slash live, laugh, lore, and they signed up to be a patron. So thank you very much, Slosh Adams. And speaking of thank you, I have to say thank you again in just a second. Because you went above and beyond and you signed up to be a top patron. So yeah, there you go. I get to get two. It's coming up in just a second. Just a second, because here it comes. All right, that's right. We got to say a big, <laughs> huge thank you to all of our top pagers out there, all of you amazing folks, you just like, like you, you just, just so y'all know, you don't really have to do this, but y'all amazing that you do. And, and we love yeah. you so much for this. Like three times as much of all of the other patrons, like three times <laughs> or two times. I don't know. We love all our patrons. Yes. It's all, they're all the best, <laughs> but these ones, yeah. Just so y'all know, you're, you're, you're our favorites. You're our favorites. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of favorites, that is Slosh Adams. Welcome to the crew, everyone. You are now our favorite. Monkey Valhalla, also our favorite. We have multiple favorites around here. Shalil, also favorite. Nicol favorite still. Craig Lemus, yes, favorite. You catch it on, there's a trend here. Marjo, again, favorite. Hi, hi, Marjo, favorite. Ickis, again, favorite. How you doing, Ickis? Been here, been with us for a while. Including Nadoon, also a favorite, has been with us for quite a while. Mud, definitely a favorite. Built a badass R2-D2. Check it out in the Discord. He did, that's true. Aphrodon, mm-hmm. also favorite. 
can't leave that out. At this point, if I stop saying favorite, someone's going to get their feelings hurt. So I better keep saying it is what I'm saying. Uh, Dungeon Master Burke, definitely a favorite. Definitely a favorite. Um, play D&D with him because he's a Dungeon <laughs> Master Burke. He's really good at it. Mike Smith, also favorite. Fantastic, Mike Smith. Pretty sure this is the same person that likes to, likes our stuff on Twitter a lot. So thank you, Mike Smith. Appreciate you. And Dracoris, still a favorite. All favorites. Favorites are all around. So the, yeah, that's our... We love all our patrons. We, and our favorite patrons. We love all <laughs> our patrons. And our favorite patrons. <laughs> that's how that works. And speaking of how that works... Stories. <laughs> There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Sometimes you're ridiculous. Sometimes? <laughs> it's like all the time. Anyways, we like to end every episode on a positive note around here because, well, we could all use it. Sometimes those come in the form of positive stories of people rising above tragedy to help others. And this is one of those. Coming to us from Maui, which is still recovering from the horrible fires that happened back in August. Tonight, a Maui craftsman is helping to restore hundreds of jewelry pieces damaged in the August wildfires. And as Jim Mendoza reports, he's doing it all for free. So here we are, we have another batch that is going to go into uh, restoration. In Kahului, Maui, jeweler Ami Shamdi has become somewhat of a savior for people whose precious jewelry was burned, charred, and scarred by the wildfires. He brings many of those pieces back to life. Uh, I found that uh, gold, platinum, silver are the ones that are able to be stored, restored the best. Inspired by a jeweler friend in California who did the same for victims of the Paradise Fire, Shanti offered his restoration services for free to victims of the Lahaina Fire. I felt a deep earning to, to help. I was uh, kind of feeling helpless because I didn't really know how to help uh, people that have lost so much. And I know people that have lost everything. It started with a posted invitation on his Facebook page shortly after the devastation on Maui. Damaged bracelets, necklaces, rings, and other things came pouring into his Nokaoi Jewelers store. People have been able to go back and, and retrieve some of their items, and now I'm, there's literally about 300 pieces in the works right now. This being so delicate, I will do our best to uh, restore that to its original condition. And it's not just fine jewelry. Some fire survivors bring him the only things they can find in the remains of their burned down homes. Somebody brought to me a, a zipper apart from, from an expensive bag and we're going to make that into a necklace for her because that's really all she was able to find. Shambly says the reactions from those he's able to help makes it more than worthwhile. To return something that is in a condition of, of the first day that they received it uh, and see their faces and their emotions and the hugs and, and, and uh, the tears of joy, that's, that's what I love. Because of the sheer number of damaged jewelry items he's received and how much time it takes to restore them, Shamdi has now set a limit on how many he can do at no cost per person to two. And he has no plans to stop helping. As long as I can keep doing it, I will offer the service. Many on Maui have found ways to aid the victims of the fire. This is his, and it's a priceless gift. That is friggin' phenomenal. I love that. He's done, like... So I read an NPR article about this story and then went to go find the video. But like in the article, it was saying he'd already restored 150 
And then they had like 300 more up to bat. And I think that's when this video was done or something. But like, that's so many. And it's just, you know, the, the joy he is able to bring thanks to his like sacrifice of time and money and all that jazz. Like, it's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, it, I don't, I just think it's so cool that they can, you know, restore something that was, you know, lost and, or, you know, thought was, couldn't be restored or something like that. And they're just doing it for free. It's just, that is super awesome here. And they look like new, like it's, you see, like when you look it up, like you can see all the pictures and stuff, but like these pieces look brand new. Like he does good work. It's very impressive. So there we go. That is it. Yeah. So um, apparently season two in Warcraft Rumble's ending soon. Did you see that? Oh yeah, we got our thing filled up already. Oh it's yeah, fine. Cool. It's but, you know, it's, it's, it's ending. Season three That's is coming. Quick. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Lore. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash And you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at joint, and you can follow Ali at AliAndersK. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. Let me know. What are you doing? Why are you going to the door already? I see you. You came in. <laughs> you're supposed to sit down. She's like doing a kitty. thing, you know? God, crazy. Like a kitty. That means she doesn't just sit down. That's yeah, true. That's true. So, you're, you're asking a lot of her, you know? I clearly am. Clearly. Well, speaking of asking a lot, <laughs> I don't even know why I do this anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i hope that made it into the recording that's amazing of course it's in the in there of course it's in there. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be at the end of the recording now <laughs> yeah do it make uh-huh. it happen. let's make it happen